As composite additive manufacturing evolves, the list of companies commercializing this technology continues to grow, with the various combinations of materials, processes, part sizes, production volumes, applications, and end-use markets which come into play. As a part of our education and business series of AIM Infocast, we catch up with Yannick Willemann, Head Marketing and Business Development at 90 Labs, to get a better understanding about the composite additive manufacturing landscape. Tune in as we discuss the prevalent technologies, current challenges, industries adopting this technology, and the future of composite additive manufacturing. Welcome, Yannick, to AIM Infocast, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Aditya, and thanks for hosting me today. So, Yannick, you're currently closely involved with composite 3D printing technology and the aerospace industry. So, what has been your journey like in the field of additive manufacturing, just to introduce it to our audience? Sure. Yes, I mean, as a young company, I mean, we have been founded 2018, so it's quite a fast pace to move into aerospace or other regulated markets. But yeah, I mean, the journey is really from the beginning on having a vision to allow manufacturers easier manufacturing solutions for composites. And from there on, really going the, the full way to develop software and hardware to really increase automation and material placement possibilities. And can you throw some light on the prevalent composite 3D printing workflows and technologies? Because there are different type of technologies and different applications with which are being addressed today by different uh, supply chain players. So can you share a bit about that? Sure. I mean, we see three big kind of sub-markets or trends. First, and it's not new, I mean, additive manufacturing, especially FDM, which is uh, filament printing. A lot, it's used a lot with polymers, of course, exists since 20 years, so nothing new. And first applications were certainly prototyping, and this is well in place in the industry. The, the penetration rate of these uh, technologies are very high now, very mature. And second step was to go into the, to optimize the value chains by providing or producing molds. So all molds you need to manufacture composites can, uh, or many of them can be printed, has some advantages and disadvantages, but that's second very big market, still gaining in maturity, but already well in place. And then uh, the latest one and the biggest one often called additive manufacturing 2.0 is really printing end use parts. End use parts is pretty broad. It can be jigs and fixtures single parts necessary for specific application, but also, and that's where we are looking at producing serial parts, and that's still a very young industry because you need high level of qualification certifications to enter major markets, including aerospace, medical, and so on. Yeah, that's the good primer on this technology. As we are going across, and it's it's a young technology in few applications, but what are the key challenges for widespread adoption of composite 3D printing for serial production or for end-use parts? And when you look at the entire value chain, because that's how you need to approach it if you really want to propose industrial solutions, it starts with the materials. So the consistency 
and the properties of the materials are key, of course, so that you can run smooth and automated processes. And there, it's really about also either developing your own materials, but that's a long journey, or to get strong partnerships with established players in the market. And then if you move upstream, it's about software, because it's very different from, say, the conventional composite manufacturing, where it's already about stacking. So composite manufacturing is in a certain way always additive manufacturing. You are adding layers at different angles, and then you consolidate those layers. But each layer is very homogeneous from the fiber volume content. And now with additive manufacturing, you go one level higher in terms of resolution, and you can really select where to put the filament or the fibers in one layer and where not to put it, which has, of course, one outstanding benefit, decreasing costs while maintaining performance, because fibers are partly the cost driver of such parts, especially in high-performing applications. And once you go into this resolution level, you need, to, of course, to do the design software, which based on the constraints and load cases will really allow you to uh, select how to place the fiber. Once you are done with this kind of validation of your design, we call it digital prototyping, you need then to find the technologies to really steer the materials, might be also high performance thermoplastics at pretty high temperatures. So this is also some complexity in terms of manufacturing the hardware to handle that. And then, of course, you need to fulfill all the criteria which are known for a long time for composites parts and or metal parts, means long-term properties during usage. If you yeah, have all of this in one package, that's uh, quite a lot of challenges if you want to enter such a market like aerospace. Yeah, and, and going forward with that discussion, and, you know, which industries do you see utilizing composite 3D printing? And uh, can you share a few success stories maybe from your uh, journey or, or what you see in the industry? Of course, if you look at composites and who is at the forefront of composites, it's always about very high performance, often combined with lightweight as one of the functions, which is um, great and the ratio stiffness or mechanical strength to weight. So aerospace and space are really good candidates and they were always at the upfront of innovation here. Now, of course, to get there because certified markets, often a good entry door is performance fields like sports really pushing the boundaries, but being faster in developing and bringing out products into the market. And another market, which is not uninteresting, also from the volumes, at least when we speak about smaller parts for 3D printing, is a medical market. Very different functions, but um, composites have many benefits, which no other material can uh, provide, like radiolucency, like also stability over different um, temperature ranges, 
and being biocompatible. Yeah, that's quite uh, interesting. Uh, you know, in terms of the wide scope of applications which which composite 3D printing can can uh, move into. And with that, you know, how do you see the adoption of composite 3D printing evolving uh, in the next uh, few years? I mean, a part of let's say prototyping and mold making markets. I would say that for the end use market, there's still a lot to come because it's still in the early stage. We see there is some players around and, but it's really about the whole process chain, the software to end parts, including machinery materials. So, um, not easy to enter. And what we see, at least what we believe in is. More and more, if you want to go into real complex serial parts, it will be about hybrid manufacturing. So really using specific processes or technologies where they add a lot of value, but combine them with others, either to, of course, add functions or increase manufacturing speed and so on. So it will really be about understanding the final needs and functions of the parts and then thinking backward what is the best chain to get there and the best chain is of course in me i mean technically but also from a cost point of view there i would say we will see more and more hybrid manufacturing solutions that's great i think I guess that's a great uh you know conversation on composite 3d putting gives a complete picture of you know what's happening today and what the future looks like. So thanks a lot, uh, Yannick, for joining this call and you know discussing with us about composite 3D printing. Thank you again for the invitation. Really enjoyed and of course feel free to to get in touch if you have questions, even if it's very broad, we are always happy to uh, to participate to the education also. Thank you for joining for yet another episode of AM Infocast powered by AM Chronicle. If you like our content, please do visit amchronicle.com where you will find the latest insights on additive manufacturing, success stories, case studies and the latest news.